This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Trick question. It's like very literally, how do you calculate a tip? Like, for example, when you're out at a restaurant, how do you calculate the tip you're going to give to the server? 651-641-1071. Not a trick question. However you do it is the answer we're looking for, okay? 651-641-1071. We just need a couple people to answer the question on the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071, streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. This is sort of a scientific experiment. Uh, because we'd like to get gather sort of what the norm is uh, so that we can visit something we heard that felt a little bit new to us. Mm-hmm. So uh, 651-641-1071, how do you calculate the tip? Yeah, so how do you calculate uh, the tip? I saw um, a piece on CNBC about calculating a tip. It's supposed to be a trick on how you can save some money, and it's going to uh, change your mind and shake you the foundations of all that you know to be good in the world okay not really but um we'll get to that in just a moment but let's go to the phones first we've got heather on the line hi to heather heather how do you calculate a tip when you're out at the restaurant and you get your bill how do you calculate the tip i multiply uh whatever the total of the bill is by two uh 0.20 so 20 percent Okay. All right. Thank you. So that's you. It's just a little 20%. quick multiplication. Uh, thank Super you. Super easy. That's easy. Let's go to Ashley. Uh, Ashley, when you're trying to calculate the tip, how do you do it? If it's 20%, how do you calculate a 20% tip? So $2 on every 10 that I spend. Oh. Oh, look at you. That's easy cheesy. All right, I Ashley. Like I got a little math trick. Yeah. There you go. Two for every 10. See, that's interesting. See, so those are both like... I've done something like different. that. Like when I'm trying to do percentages, I'm like, well, that's... 2% is 2 of $10, mm. so if you've got $30, that's $6. It's a little math. math trick. Let's go to Mary. Hello, Mary. Mary, when you're calculating a 20% tip, how do you calculate it? Or just how, do you, cal- or just how do you calculate it? Me? Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. How do you calculate your tip? I multiply the, the total bill by 2 prior to the tax. I don't tip oh, on the tax. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Glad she pointed that out. Thank you very much, Mary. Okay, so everybody has like a little mathematical equation that they do with the total. Uh, And, you know, it's a little bit different how everybody does it, but they get to the same thing. Basically, they're looking for a percentage. Yeah, exactly. Right? Everybody to a person for the most part. Okay. Um, Should we use... mm, Well, no, let's wait. Here's what I want to do. I want to play this video. And Holly, it's roughly about 48 seconds. That's not necessarily the cleanest place to start, but we're going to start there. And when you're listening to this... I want you to listen for the the uh, ways that they suggest you could calculate a tip. 
Listen carefully you these two tricks. You just moved the decimal point. Oh, you doubled the text. So using the decimal trick on a bit like this is actually pretty simple. You just move the decimal over and double it to get 20%. But there's another way, which is just doubling the tax. In a city like New York, where tax is 8.875%, that gets you a tip of about 18%. Now it might not seem like much, but tipping that way actually saves you $4. And if you do that again in a week, that's a whopping $8. But if you extrapolate that out for 52 weeks in a year, you could save over 400 bucks. Okay, that's huh? all we need to hear. So here's the thing. We asked you how you calculate a tip. We heard variations of how we get to like 20%, which I think is probably what most people do. Mm-hmm. Who in their right mind tips on the tax? Meaning, not because there is this separate question that we're not going to talk about, like, do you tip pre-tax or post-tax? I didn't even realize that was a thing. Neither I just look at the total and I do the, t- the 20% or whatever you're giving to figure out your number. Did you hear the guy say, I double the tax? And I thought that he was, I, I thought he misspoke until the reporter teased it out further. And what they're saying is you can save a lot of money every year if you just look at the amount of tax you paid and double it. And the example they use is, well, in uh, New York, it's almost 10%. It's not really, actually. It's 8-something, right? Like 8 point And then something. you just double that number. Well, that's if you wanted to tip 20%, which is, I know people argue about this, but to me, 20% is standard. Um, so you're just cutting down the amount you would normally tip, which means you're not tipping as much, which means you're being stingier on your tip to save mm-hmm. money. That's not a trick. That's just being stingy. Yes. I thought that was so weird. Now, does anybody do, now that we've called you stingy, does anybody do that? Yeah, no, 651 That's my personal opinion. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. And the only reason I ask is because I've never, ever heard no, that before. I, I literally was like, that's why I brought this today. I was like, you guys, I have never heard of people tipping by doubling the tax until we got this tweet literally in the last segment when i just asked the question how do you how do you calculate your tip the very first and only tweet we got about it was from lisa marie who said i double the tax to get a reasonable tip value that's so weird i've never heard of that before where did that come from also if you live in a low tax area i kind of feel like that's just wrong well and i mean you know to that point i was looking because we were like how much do we even tax on food we didn't know so i went and looked and it dif- it differs depending on the mun- municipality Municipal, the city you live in thank you uh it depends on the city you live in or even what area of the city you live in because i think downtown, downtown is a has little a bit. restaurant tax yep. yeah so it depends then you might be tipping more just because you're eating in a different so neighborhood this like tip and trick business on cnbc just seemed like really stingy and also um i'm not the only one to point this out like when i was going through the like reactions because i'm like wait a minute am i the only one that feels this way because my first reaction was i have never heard of a person who doubles the tax and then when you listen to their logic i'm like but that's not that's not saving you any money you're just not tipping as much which okay you could also you know i don't know um not pay your toll amount do you know what I mean? Like right. people and people were like, if you go through the comments of this particular tipping strategy, they're like, here's a tip for you. You know, don't be a D bag. Yeah, exactly. Let's go to Jesse. Hi, Jesse. Jesse, have you, is this, have you ever heard of this? I have, and I use it all the time. Really? So I where did double the tax? Where did and you, then I, I was a waitress. Okay. Really? Many, many years. And, um, 
that's what people did. They doubled the tax, and that's what I do. And if it's exceptional service, then I add a little to that. That is so interesting. That's fascinating. So, can I, you know what, Jesse? I have a second. I have a follow up question to that because you said you were a server, and I was honestly thinking about this um, because I, I, I don't know. I'm sure Bradley, you do too. Like I actually do always, and I hope a lot of people do give a lot of thought to how much I tip. I, I usually my my standard is I tip twenty percent. That's like my basement. Mm-hmm. And then if I get exceptional service, then I tip a little bit more, um, yep. kind of accordingly, however I moved to do it. But I'm always curious, do servers pay, like, are are servers aware when they sweep up all the money off the table and they kind of, you know, go on about their day? Because they've got so many tables that they're taking care of. Are you paying attention to how much the tip is and whether or not it's, like, a lot more than 20%? You know, I... Like I said, I just always, because it's, you know, tip, it's a, it's a bonus. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm looking at the general guidelines, and that's what, and like I said, if it's great, if it's great service, I will tip the waitress more. Sometimes I've even tipped the cook. <laughs> I love it. Awesome. Jesse, thanks for thank sharing you that, so Jessie. much. I just, I'm so curious where that comes from because what if I'm, I'm just thinking like, what if your tax rate's 4%? Well, mm-hmm. then you're leaving uh, potentially an 8% tip. Right. Right. We got this email from uh, Jill who said there's an episode of Friends where they're discussing tipping. And Monica says, just double the tax. And she says, that's the first time I heard of it. You know, there's a 6% tax in some places. Mm -hmm. You're only giving people 12%. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just, it's weird. And look, you can tip whatever you want. But if you are going to say that the standard people say is between 15 and 20% tip, Mm -hmm. I know a lot of people would even say 10. I think that's trash, but you know, that's my own opinion. Mm -hmm. Um, And we're entitled. Um, (laughs) But if it's between 15 and 20% and you're not even tipping that, you're just looking at some arbitrary number. That's the thing to me. Like that number is arbitrary. Right. As compared to your your customary percentage of tipping. Right. The the doesn't matter. The the way the server in any city is doing the same job. It's the same amount of work. It's the same kind of work. It's not, you know, what the tax is. And then holding some of that money back isn't actually saving you anything. It's just taking away the money you were going to give somebody for the service that you got. I don't know. I find I, this, that to be I, incredibly I, weird. I was surprised by it as well. Well, thank you. We've learned something here today. There's just another way of doing things. And now we've learned about it. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, um, are we going to get snow? Are we going to get rain? What's coming at us? We're supposed to be getting some weather coming up. We're going to take some bets around the room here. And then we're going to consult <clears throat> some experts on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071 will be right back. Okay, so apparently it's might get it might get a little crazy. All this taste of spring we've just had might quickly turn to winter. Or will it? I mean, we don't know. Exactly how much snow oh, are we going to get? This is the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071 streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. I see what you did there, Bradley. It's all up in the air. <laughs> <laughs> the snow, that is. Um, okay. So, like, I landed on Saturday and I heard somebody say we're getting a foot of snow on Thursday. Yeah. So, uh, it's possible we're getting some snow. We don't know how much. We need to uh, take notes now. We need to write down. Because uh, we're going to take bets and see who is correct. Because it's a crap shoot at this point, and the emphasis is on the crap. Yeah, oh yeah, and the shoot, like shoot, it's going to be crappy, gonna be crappy. on yeah. Thursday. 
um, mostly Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, but it could be worse-er. So, to that extent, uh, let's go around the room okay. and say how many inches... Okay, we're going with inches. ...inches that okay. we are going to get in this latest snow. By the time the snow f- stops falling, uh-huh. probably on Friday-ish, how much snow will we inevitably have gotten? Like accumulation. Yeah. And again... Uh, there are forecasting anywhere from, and I have seen forecasts anywhere from, you know, let's just say one to 15 inch or well, let's just do, I mean, you can do as many as you want, but uh-huh. I've seen forecasts between one and 15 inches. Okay. Uh, who, and it's usually more than a lot more than one. Who should, who wants to go first? Holly. She's making a face. I don't know if she's ready. Oh, I'm thinking Colleen. about it. Okay. Well, do you want me to go first? No, I will go. Okay. And I'm going to say that we will get 14 inches of snow. Whoa! Oh, wow. That's a lot, Go Holly. big or oh go gosh. home. Well, That's what she said. Apparently. I'd okay, prefer to go so. home and shut the windows. Right? And, and cry for a little while. Yeah. Okay, so... Um, I'm putting this... I'm, I'm writing this down. She said 13, I think. No, 14. No, oh, I'm mm-hmm. sorry. Thank you. Okay, Holly says 14 inches. Bradley? Uh, I'm going to say... I think it's going to be eight inches. Okay. That's my ceiling. No more than eight. Okay. That's a eight inch ceiling. All right. Uh, I am going to say we yeah. are going to get one inch, three inches. Oh, look at you. Look at you. Actually, I really do want to say one inch, but I'm going to say three inches. Okay. Just because it seems like the popular thing to do. I honestly, I think that this happens so often that we freak out about all the snow that's coming and we panic and we panic and we panic and then we get nothing. And I would rather just not worry about it. Well, there is. Because I'm also in vacation mode still. I will say um, this was like last night. Uh, last night's forecast, so I don't know if he's updated at all, but here's what Dave Dahl had to say. Okay. Um, He said, blah, 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 we're all going to die, we're all going to die. He said that? I'm (laughs) counting on Dave! (laughs) Get out of town! Leave now! (laughs) The end is nigh! Uh, No, here's what he said. Rain and snow is expected to make its way through the state. He said snow will start to show up around 8 a.m. on uh... Wednesday in Minnesota, Southwest Minnesota. The snow is expected to reach the Twin City by late Wednesday night and into Thursday. The Twin Cities could see between four to six inches of snow, while Southern Minnesota could see seven to ten inches. Ugh. But that said, let me read you what I saw our good friend uh, Kathy Werzer tweet. No sugar coating this one, and this is from their weather peeps. Mm-hmm. All systems appear go for another historic blizzard between one and two feet hey it's ryan reynolds and i'm here with keith co-star of my upcoming film if only in theaters may 17th do you want to tell people the big news all right i'll do it. sign up now and you'll get unlimited for 15 dollars a month in six months of paramount plus essential plan on us mintmobile.com slash switch upfront payment of 45 dollars, equivalent to 15 dollars per month unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month face lower speeds videos at 480p active mint customers by 531 24 get six months of paramount plus essential plan auto renews after six months offer ends may 31st 2024 separate paramount plus registration required terms and conditions apply if rated pg another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. 
What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. Heat of snow looking even more likely now. That's one of the models. There are many models. So it's all up in the air. This is the thing that's frustrating. And ultimately, when I found out about this story, I, for some reason, had in my head that it was going to be like an inch originally. And I was like, what are people bellyaching about? An inch of snow? It's going to be gone in five seconds. Mm-hmm. And then I looked at this forecast and was like, oh, that's why. Yeah. So, because it could be n- not meteorologists. Go away. God love them. We love Dave. We love Ken Barlow. We love all of our, you know, um, Ren Claire down at the KSTP mm-hmm. Five Eyewitness News newsroom. They're doing a great job. They are doing a great job. But they don't know nothing. You know who does know stuff? Who the old wives? You know they have tales. Yeah, right? they have tons of tales. There's such a thing as snow lore, and um, we've been researching it. And so we have some tips. Um, we might need some help. There might be some people out there that can help us, but um, we've been researching ways that you can know if snow is coming. These are probably, you know, better, uh, honestly, than what modern meteorology can do. Because, I mean, they worked for thousands of years. Yeah, I mean, literally. media Electricity hasn't been around that long. Exactly. Lot, snow's been around a lot longer. For example, thicker than normal corn husks would indicate snow is coming. Okay, well... Problem with that is we don't have any husks yet. No, that's true. So that's a bummer. Um, Woodpeckers sharing a tree. If there's two woodpeckers to a tree. Okay, well, I could keep my eye out for some uh, woodpeckers. Okay, you keep an eye. Keep your eye on that wood. Uh, If there's thick hair on the nape of your cow's neck, that would be an indicator that snow is uh, coming. Cows. Hey, do you have a beaver? I don't know how to answer that. Because the bigger your beaver's feed bed, the more snow there's going to be. So I need you both to check your beaver beds. Hold on. No, our <laughs> feed on. beds, Bradley. Not oh, our sorry. Be- oh, yeah, that's better. Oh, wait, I'm looking. Okay, Holly Roberts. Oh, we screwed, you guys. Okay. Oh, she doesn't. No. <laughs> Just saying. All right. Good luck. Fingers crossed. Yeah. We have our bets down. Uh, for when the snow's going to fall. We'll see if we ever emerge. All right, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley Show, we've got celebrities behaving badly. We call them D-bags. Celebrities behaving badly. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. Rudy. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom. Mm-hmm. Bradley Trainer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and these are your D-bags. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Oh my gosh. Who's your D-bag for the day? I can't believe Dingle, it. dingle lady. <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving it to R. Kelly. Oh, I bet you're giving it to <laughs> Sorry, R. Kelly. That was... That's good because normally he's giving it to people. Stop. I'm announcing him as my D-bag. Okay. Because did you hear, did you guys did talk you about hear? this at all? Did you guys talk about this at all? I suppose this happened over the weekend, so you would have, you wouldn't have. He decided to um, put on a little performance and charge people a hundred dollars to come see him what? at a club. No, I did not know this. Yep, he uh, he was going to be performing over the weekend at the Dirty South Lounge. Yes, <laughs> that seems appropriate. Yep. Uh, and about 100 people showed up. The club, by the way, has a capacity of 450 people. 100 people showed up. They uh, paid $100 to get into the Dirty South Lounge. 
to see R. Kelly perform. That was what was being advertised. Um, And he took the stage for approximately 30 seconds. And I'm not even, that's not an exaggeration. He performed for less than a minute and then spent the rest of the evening signing autographs and talking to his fans. This man is disgusting. Yeah. But, Um, you know, actually, we knew that. Right. What we didn't know was how many other people are disgusting. Uh, Apparently 100. Those people who paid for tickets to see him. A hundred dollars. That's the fascinating thing. To see R. Kelly. And they're mad because he only performed for 30 seconds and then stuck around signing autographs. Yeah. um, Were you going there for what? What were you there for? I don't understand. To pay his bills, maybe? Uh, Yeah, apparently. He's got women he met on a cruise who already do that for him. I I don't understand it at all. (sighs) Anyway, now he's a thousand. Wait, how much? Do the math. Carry the one. No, don't do math. That's Uh, just really dumb, actually. He's a lot. He's got more money now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And. Yeah, but. They don't. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he's gross. Yeah. Although. (sighs) What? Okay. So. Is he the D-bag? Is that what you're going to say? No. No, I was simply going to say, can you really, until he's been, like, uh, convicted, can you hold people accountable for that behavior? Which people? The people that bought tickets. Like, what if they're just like, I don't believe those things? Well, I mean, they're still D-bags because they spent $100 to see him and he performed for 30 seconds. You know, that's I'm just saying, like, yeah. And then, uh, I don't know. Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah, there's a, a lot question. of D- there's a lot of possible D bags yes, present in that in, and accounted for like most at the of dirty South Lounge. Welcome to America. Yes, exactly. The D bags are plentiful. Yeah, yeah, and bountiful even. Uh, all right, that's all I got. So he's where was that again? Springfield, Illinois. Oh, Illinois, because mm-hmm. that's uh, that's where he is, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, so that's my D bag. Who's your D bag? Um, I know you're going to kick me, but I don't care because I'm going to talk about this story uh, whether you like it or not. <laughs> my D-bag is... I have no idea what's happening. Norwegian Cruise Line. <gasps> what? I know, but wait, you're going to agree with me. Uh, okay. No more towel animals on some Norwegian cruise ships. Why? Excuse me! What did the towel animals ever do to Norwegian Thank cruise you. lines? What the heck? Why? Well, can you imagine? You can probably figure it out. Why they say they're no. not going to be doing towel animals now? There's a caveat. It's offensive to animals. <laughs> I don't. We. I mean, we got rid of Ringling Brothers and Barnum and Bailey Circus. Yes. So get Those rid of the towel. Those poor animals are just adrift at sea, and then they have to. <laughs> <laughs> no, the reason is environmental in nature. So in an in because a, they're not going to wash your towel or because they're not yes. going to give you fresh towels. They every have day. to wash those even yeah. if you don't use those towels. Okay, mm-hmm. so let's for the uninitiated share with them what is a towel animal, Colleen. Okay, so it's mm. a real... see Colleen has gone on a cruise now, so I can have these well, conversations. I've been on cruises no, no, no. before. Listen, okay. listen. before Boy. you were very antagonistic and very hateful. No. Not. You, were, you were a hateful witch <laughs> about the cruise stories. Absolutely not true. The cruise stories, yes, you used to tease. Well, just because it was at the exclusion eyes. of all else. No, it's because it was me. I'm fresh off a cruise, and I will ha- I will entertain cruise conversations for a period of time. 
the cruise, Ooh, the towel lucky anim- me, entertain <laughs> me will you um, the towel animals on a cruise ship are when your wonderful room steward when they turn down your room at night uh, they fashion your towels in the shape of an animal and it's very creative, sometimes it can be a monkey and did, they, did you have this experience from the ceiling where they'll incorporate your own items into the towel animal? We didn't animal? have that because I have uh, rules about where thing our own things can be in the room. Oh, great! And that sounds fun. They can't be out in plain okay. So, sight. for example, so no. for the rest but, of us, yes, I leave my like sunglasses out. Let's say because I have multiple pairs, perhaps, or I'm you know on the ship in the casino, and you don't need sunglasses there. So you mm-hmm. come back to your room, and the monkey's got shades on. Oh my gosh! It's, it's hilarious. hilarious. <laughs> it's a barrel of monkeys. Oh. <laughs> Not anymore. They're all dead. Oh. They threw him overboard. No. So in a cost, well, it's it's probably more about cost cutting, but, you know, like most cost cutting measures, they're going to spin it environmental and make you feel like, you know, they're doing good things for the, you know, I'm like, maybe focus on the natural gas engines yeah. versus um, the towel washing, the towels, mm-hmm. um, meaning get more natural gas engines anyway. Um, they're clean burning. It's a whole nother story. I won't bore you with those details. However, with the towel animals, here's the good news. Okay. Yeah. There's an actual silver lining to the story. Uh, at sea. You can ask for them. Oh, so okay. if you just simply ask your room steward on a uh, Norwegian cruise line, uh, hey, we'd like that funky monkey, monkey in our cabin. <laughs> I don't know what'll show up, but I really maybe just ask for the towel. Yeah, I really want that swan. I don't know that I would ever feel comfortable being like, hey. <laughs> I this you know it'll make this cruise towel animal. But you know people do. People, yes, when it comes to cruise, it's very, it takes very little. It's to, true. Like when you get those. Remember those uh, afternoon savories oh, that I got. You loved your savories. <laughs> we get afternoon savories. <laughs> they were crap, but uh, but yeah, no. Anyway, so don't worry. Don't worry. They'll find another creative way to replace them as well. You know, they'll find something new to delight you with. I have no doubt. There is a silver lining. That's what's so beautiful. Yeah. It's a silver cruise lining. Oh, I see. That kind of worked. I don't know. Anyway, they will be available upon request. Koala bears, alligators, primates, bearing mints. Oh, they have mints on there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Or sometimes some places do chocolates or whatever. Now, I don't know what uh, the cruise line uh, that one of our lucky listeners will be cruising on. Royal Caribbean! Yes, I don't know what they do. You they probably do. do. Yeah. Uh, but uh, that actually, a, a cruise could be in your future because it is April, everybody, and we are giving away a cruise. A cruise for two on Royal Caribbean Airlines. And that's not all, Colleen. So all you have to do is download the app uh, during the month of April. Register for the cruise giveaway. You do that once, and then somebody this month is going to win that cruise for two, thanks to Royal Caribbean, Sun Country, and Bell Destinations. However, somebody is going to win and has been winning every weekday during the month of April. Something even better, right, Colleen? One, okay, not actually better, but something equally better. But $107. We are giving away $107. Every weekday during the month of April to a listener who listens to My Talk 1071 through the My Talk app and has registered and downloaded and done all the stuff well, on the app. And the $107 is far easier. You just got to open, you have to be registered mm-hmm. for the prize point situation, which we always have prizes on offer. 
once you've done that initially, all you have to do is open your app during the month of yeah. April and listen to your favorite My Talk 1071 show, and you'll be qualified for that $107 daily drawing. Yeah. So it's April, and that's how we celebrate Apple. We, ap, Apple? April, we give you awesome things, and one of you uh, and two of you will be going on a cruise. So uh, make sure you do that. Download that app and uh, register, listen every day, and you could be a winner. All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, this is a big question, Bradley. Would you like to set this question up? Because okay, it's a we weird need to big talk. question. Can we talk? Okay. Two of my favorite people and yours as well, America. Betty White or the Queen? Who's the bigger icon? And I don't mean Bohemian Rhapsody, the Queen. I mean like the Elizabeth Queen. herself. Huey too. Huey too. Not the ship, which is a Canard Line ship. And I could tell you about that because I just watched a cruise video this morning. Really? On the Canard Line. I don't think I would enjoy it very much, but they do allow you to travel with your dog. Do they do? Who's do the they bigger, do tell animals? Who's the bigger icon, Betty White or the Queen? I feel like this is hard. Okay, this is a hard conversation we're going to have, but it's necessary to have. We'll do it when we come back. Do we want people to call? Uh, sure. If you've got opinions, okay. you can always call six five one six four one one zero seven one. Who is the bigger icon, Betty White or the Queen? Or the Queen of Elizabeth? After this, on my talk one zero seven one. Bigger. Icon, Betty White or the Queen? That is the question on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Uh, Bradley, what the heck? Who birthed this, this is weird vi- question? Well, the cheat sheet.com, some dumb thing. I don't know. But it got it, I, like I pondered the question. Right. Who's the bigger icon, Queen Elizabeth mm-hmm. or Betty Ha White? Mm-hmm. Okay. I had the same reaction you did at first. I thought, well, that's a weird question. And then I really did get a little bit stumped. Yeah. Um, and I I also was stumped, which is why I brought this question to you today, because I want to talk through it. I think other people are going to struggle with this concept of who's and you know, in the world that we live in. This is a very important question. No, everybody should have an answer. And it should so, be a solid answer. And you should know what your answer is. I'll just is. remind you that the queen is like a queen. Hello. And Betty White is like the queen of like television. Yes. Right. Now they point. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm just so moved. I can't. I can't help it. It's a stressful decision to make. It's big. big. Because these are two of my favorite people. Mm -hmm. Betty White, of course, part of the Golden Girls. Um, And before that, she like if you don't know the full story of Betty White, you're missing out on learning a a valuable lesson about what I think is truly an iconic life. Mm -hmm. She was literally on one of the first television shows ever. Like when television was like, I don't know, a podcast, mm-hmm. let's say, or, you know, fire. Like it, she was at the beginning of a new technology. Yeah. The right? Big Bang. Yes. She was at the, she was, big, she bang was the big Bang of, bang of television. TV. They, that's what they used to call her. That big was her bang. nickname. The big, big Bang, bang Betty. <laughs> Turns out across the pond, they were also saying the same thing about Elizabeth. In fact, they called her Big Bang Betty. <laughs> Bing Betsy. Betty. They call oh. her Betty. Oh, do they? Some though those who know her oh, okay. call her Betty. Okay. Anyway, the Queen is like the Queen. She's like a Queen and the, the queen. queen. So when you talk about icons, I mean she's on money for crying outside. Yeah. Uh Betty White is She's not on money. No, but she's making a lot of money. <laughs> That's true. So both of these are very difficult. Uh or th- this to me was a difficult question to resolve. Now, Colleen. Um, feel free to share 
the journey that you went yeah. on, because I know you struggled Mm-mm. with this this morning. I did. I struggled. And Holly, I want to hear your struggle too. So I started, I started with Betty White, duh. Yeah. I was, that's where I, I settled in there and I thought, well, that's going to be it. And then, and then I opened myself up to <laughs> the possibility. Hi everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Ability that maybe the queen is. And then when I actually thought about that, I realized... No, for me, it has to be the queen. And and there's one very specific reason why. Okay. Because pedigree. Because the queen pedigree. comes from like a long line of royalty. It's not just the queen that holds her iconism. Yeah. It is the entire, it is her, the line, it is her bloodline, it is her pedigree mm. that is part of her iconicity. Iconic nature. I like that. Iconicness. Iconicity. Mm-hmm. Okay. The queen is an iconicist. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that so was I'm, a journey. Okay. So I'm you're go- firmly that's my in journey queen and camp. I'm in que- camp, I'm in camp queen. Camp queen icon. Yep. Camp icon queen. Yep. Holly, do you have other thoughts about who is what? Who's the bigger icon? Like Colleen. Betty I, White or the queen? I did struggle a little bit thinking, you know, Betty White. <laughs> Big Bang Betty. She was there at the beginning of television. She's been around for quite some time. She's been on many shows. She also, her likeness is on many products. Bradley, you have several of these Golden Girl licensed products around your house. People send them to you. So her likeness is everywhere, right? I just post them on my Facebook, but Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's true. And also, I'd like to argue that Betty White does indeed have her own currency in the form of a Golden Girls Monopoly playset. True. This is true. This is true. I'm sure the Queen has no... No, I'm like, there's probably no royal. No, she monopoly. has an actual monopoly. <laughs> yeah, <she has laughs> yeah. and actual see, castles. And that's where I ultimately make the decision that Queen Elizabeth II is the bigger icon yeah. because. Wow, that is so fascinating. Betty White. She could behead somebody. No, she really couldn't. Well, okay, well, you know. She'd be tried and held and probably beheaded herself. Well, you She'd be headed to jail anyway. <laughs> She owns a lot of real estate is what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. She has a lot of actual money. I bet that she goes swimming every mo- morning in a Scrooge McDuck style penny vault. Yeah. In my mind, she does that. Yeah. Okay. So both of you have said the queen. I find this to be utterly fascinating. If you're just joining us, we're talking about the iconicity or acidity, as Colleen would <laughs> say, you. of the queen versus Betty White. Who is the bigger queen? Will it surprise you to learn that I think the bigger icon. Big Bang Betty? It's Big Bang Betty. <laughs> of course. You Naturally. guys, it can't not be Big Bang Betty. Now, look, this was hard for me. I said this was hard because I, too, 
am all about the queen. I mean, she's just an iconic figure, right? Like literally in the definition of icon, it's something worthy of veneration. Yes. She has to be like by law venerated Mm -hmm. by, you know, British people. They have to like, you know, bow and kiss and scrape and curtsy and do all that stuff. Right. So that seems easy. And, you know, to your point, Colleen, she has this long pedigree. But I think that actually works against her. Mm-hmm. Oh, I do. Do you know why? Why? Because that's the job she was born for. Oh. I mean, it actually wasn't, long story short. Mm-hmm. But that's kind of her thing. Like, she was kind of born into a family of, you know. Like, it was always a possibility. Yeah, like in a right. family family of plumbers. And, you like know, Grandpa the family was a business. plumber. And Great Grandpa was a plumber. But and Big Bang Betty, Big she Bang, made her way. But Big Bang Betty came from nothing. And she will be remembered time immemorial she arguably get this has if you want to do a real measurement has gone further in the galaxy probably than queen elizabeth that's a lie actually because now i'm doing okay i'm looking at your face thinking what is he making up because she's been on tv longer than the queen but the queen had tv pictures of her but i don't know anyway so my point is that i think because Betty White has created something from whole cloth mm-hmm. that was not inherited. Yeah. That is an inherently American thing. And I think as a proud American that I must stand tall. Jeez, oh, I don't have it at hand. Please work Thank on you. that. Thank you. As an American, it is my duty to uphold the American values in those that I honor and deem worthy of their iconacity. Thank you. Thank <laughs> so, you. Betty White, you, ma'am, are a true American icon. That was beautiful. That was and I have lovely. approved this message. That is lovely. But I could go back and forth depending <laughs> on the day, but mostly I just think Betty White deserves something because she was, she, girl, she's a survivor. I that mean, queen, too, is that's a survivor. That's what I was going to say. And that's what's so hard about this. I, th- and the queen has corgis. Let's point that out, please. Betty White, lover of all dogs and animals she like, everywhere. I mean, she's, that's true. I was going to say, like, the queen has the corgis, which is great. And the corgis are happy. But Betty White, all the, all the all animals. The dogs, yeah. All the dogs. Yeah. I, th- this is why it's so hard when you put two amazing figures side by side and you have to ask yourself the question which one is a bigger deal do you know that she was uh which she sorry thank you uh, betty white because i was saying the queen's only had one spouse right Mm -hmm. betty has had three okay alan ludden was her true love though he was her last she'll say that spouse no she totally will he was the one that kind of helped mold her career after um uh some stuff well, okay. it was really important. When you know after Mary Tyler Moore show <laughs> no. and going into the Golden Girls. 1963, they married. So, she, no. She, when did she do that Mary Tyler Moore? That would be before Mary Tyler yeah. Moore. Mary Tyler Moore was like... 70s. 70s. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dick Barker was her first husband. I don't okay. know who that guy is, but they were only married for a year. Anyway, I'm just looking at her Wikipedia page. I think Betty White, for today, can be. Tomorrow, you can change your mind. Yeah, we can have a dip, but... Isn't that an interesting question? It is a nice little exercise. Because if I said to you, Marilyn Monroe versus Betty White, you'd have to say Uh, Marilyn Monroe. You honestly would. Yeah. As an icon? Yes. Well, maybe you wouldn't. But I I just feel like she is such an iconic figure, right or wrong, Uh whether it's worthy or not. 
society has deemed her like some sort of like religious figure. Like I imagine there are going to be religions thousands of years from now after, you know, the plague when society builds itself There's back up in this sort of post-apocalyptic okay. world and All they right. will find images of Marilyn Monroe and that'll be their deity. Yeah. yeah. They're going to just worship an old uh, plastic telephone in the shape of Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. yeah. That will be their God. Or a very large statue of her over that uh, subway Vegas grate. Yeah. Yeah. Do you Trying think that they're going to think down. like old Madame Tussauds wax figures were actually like real people? They're going to be melted by them. Well, if they think wax is real people, <laughs> uh, whatever society follows yeah. us is pretty dumb. Yeah. Well, I'm sure that's Look what... Look at these real people! That's what the Egyptians probably think of us. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, more scintillating conversation. No, actually... Do you think the ancient Egyptians wore those mummy outfits to work? We're actually going to revisit The View. We're going to take a little time to enjoy The View again. Uh, a little continuation of yesterday's conversation. But today, different... F- Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Hi, I'm Bonnie Curry, one of the narrators on the Abide app, a premium ad-free biblical meditation experience. Join the millions of people who download the Abide app to reduce stress, improve sleep, and experience the peace of God every day. You can text the word PEACE to 22433 for a seven-day free trial of Abide. Just text PEACE to 22433, and you'll likely hear from me again on the app as I guide you through daily meditations or help you fall asleep and experience the peace of God.